Minister Sinister Podcast. Listen at your own risk. So, I've got a new dog. Sounds simple, right? For those dog people out there, it probably sounds like a good thing, right? I would have agreed two weeks ago. I've almost always had dogs, except for the time spent in the military where deployments were often and didn't allow for pets. I've had purebreds and mutts. Both have their merits and drawbacks, of course. Still, like I said, mostly I've had a dog or dogs throughout my 50 or so years. Don't get me wrong, I, I don't hate cats. Too many dreams as a kid about a soul-sucking cat stalking me, however, has made me not want one in the house. Hmm. Dreams. Nope, not going there. Anyway, so I was driving through Nevada and heard about a man-made place called Fly Geyser. At least I think that's what it's called. Never remember names, it seems. Lovely place, though it's blocked off to visitors. I managed to get through a fence and sneak a peek. There are several pools, and the water ranges from clear to vibrant reds, blues, and greens. I'm not sure how it was made, though, or why it's not open to the public. Liability issues, probably. As I was making my way back to my RV, I stumbled and banged my knee pretty good. I hit a rock or something just right and it left me with a limp, sore knee and a two-inch gash on my leg. I've had worse, so I wasn't too concerned. What was concerning was the fact that after I had managed to bypass the fence and was on my way back to my rig, I started to feel like I was being followed. Now I don't scare easily, been through too much and know most times it's best to face things head on. So when I started to feel the hairs on my arms and the back of my neck stand up, I instinctively started to turn. That's when I heard the low growl. Now like I've said, I've owned dogs most of my life. I know what a growl sounds like. This was more... something. I stopped mid-turn and was frozen in fear. Everything in me told me that if I turned around, I'd be dead. I also felt that if I ran, I'd be dead as well. <laughs> Silly, right? Feeling like you can't run and can't look? That is not something I ever want to feel again. Frozen and unable to decide what to do, I noticed a shadow. It was definitely a canine of some type. Most likely a dog, I thought. Judging by the size of the shadow, I didn't think it was a coyote. Way too big. Possibly a wolf. But at the same time, I wasn't sure if there were wolves in Nevada. I figured it was drawn by the small amount of blood for my gash. I grabbed my bowie from its sheath. If this thing wanted a piece of me, at least I had some protection. Still, I cannot bring myself to turn and face it. There was something deep and primal telling me to just start walking and not look back. So, that's what I did. I didn't run, I just walked slow and steady. All the while I could feel it following me. I could hear its panting, growls and soft padding behind me. It was pacing me. Not getting closer, but not falling behind. It took me 10 minutes of mind-numbing tension to make it back to my RV. As I got to the driver's door, I looked in the side mirror to see if I could catch a glimpse of what was behind me. All I caught was a blur of pitch black fur as it went behind my rig and disappeared. The sense of death and foreboding leaving when it did. Slowly, I let out a breath and got into my RV. I was done with this place and whatever that thing had been, I thought.
After I calmed down and got a bandage for my leg, I drove to Reno, trying my best to forget the whole thing. The drive was nice, and after a bit, I even laughed at myself. I had acted like a fool, I thought, scaring myself and letting my imagination run wild. Once I hit Reno, I decided to do a bit of gambling and maybe grab a meal at one of the local casinos. One of the nice things about most casinos in Reno is they have places to park RVs. Some even have hookups for power and water. They do make you park in the sticks, but hey, a free place to crash for a day or two isn't a bad thing. It was getting towards evening, so I decided to march my happy ass into the casino, spend a few hours at one of my favorite machines, and then head to dinner. Several hours later, I was walking back to my rig when I felt it. The same dread and fear once again washed over me. The hairs once again standing at attention, and the same sense of never turn around, never run, crawling through my head. I almost didn't listen. I was torn between facing it or running for all it was worth. I think if my knee didn't still hurt, I would have bolted. As it was, I just calmly walked back to my RV. Like before, it seemed to leave as I was getting into my home. I tried to catch a glimpse of it in the mirror, but this time, I got nothing. A week later, and I was passing through Oregon. The dog followed me most nights when I was alone. I knew it was a dog now since I had caught a good look at its reflection at this point. A big black thing. I mean, big. Take the biggest mastiff out there and add half of another one, and it might match the size of this thing. Short black hair that seems to suck in the light. Coal black eyes that seem to shine most times like the red eye you get from an animal when you try to take their picture. This thing was something out of a nightmare, and for whatever reason, it seemed to pick me to hang out with. It didn't seem hostile anymore. Well, not to me at least. Still, I knew I could never turn and face it and never run from it, or that would change. Funny thing is that after a week of fear and terror, that part of it started to lose its hold on me. So as I was saying, I was passing through Oregon and I decided to boondock in one of the many foretasted areas. Now I know some of you are thinking, what the F? Why would I do something like that when I'm obviously being stalked by some demon or haunted by some ghost? What could possibly make me think that any of this was a good idea? Truthfully, I don't have an answer for you. I've seen death in many forms. You don't live the life I've had and not see it. I've been to war and I've done things I'm both proud of and not. Plus, I'm getting on in my years, so the fear of death that was so prevalent in my youth has faded into something of a comfort. Or at least a wondering of what's next, if anything. Sorry, <laughs> I keep getting sidetracked. So after I had found a suitable place to park, I decided to wander through the woods and see if I could find any game trails to follow. After an hour or so, I started to notice an acrid smell. The trees and vegetation started to look stunted and sickly. Up ahead, I saw a small clearing and a small, not-so-well-put-together shack-like building. Curious, I walked closer. That's when I heard Alistair behind me. Yeah, at this point I gave the dog a name. I figured it was less scary with a name. Besides, if he objected, I figure I'd know really quick. Then maybe not know anything again. Ever. So Alistair started growling, but it didn't seem like he was growling at me. I stopped just inside the clearing when he started to growl. 
The place reeked of chemicals and rot. Most of the plants were dead and black around the shack, and what little bits that were alive seemed blighted. That's when I heard the sound of a shotgun rack. A skinny, sallow-skinned man came around the shack. The reek of bad chemicals and unwashed bodies hit me harder as he leveled the shotgun my way and slowly walked towards me. I'd found some cooking shack for drugs, I guessed, and this man was going to make sure I didn't tell anyone. That would have been the end of me. Should have been the end of me. But just as he was about to pull the trigger, I saw his muddy brown eyes shift behind me. That was all it took. That's when I knew. Looking at Alistair directly was nothing but a death sentence. I felt him rush past me from behind, heard the deafening sound of the shotgun go off as I turned away from what was going to happen. I heard the pain growl from the dog, and the screams and sounds of flesh ripping and bones being crushed. It took every bit of willpower I had to not look, to not run. Oh, how I wanted to. The sounds of screaming and breaking along with the sounds of a vicious animal attacking lasted no longer than 10 or 15 seconds. Then, there was a soft cuffing sound, and briefly, I felt something warm and wet lick my hand. I really don't remember leaving the clearing or most of the walk back. I do remember getting back into my rig and driving straight through Oregon to other parts of the country. It's been another week. So, I've got a new dog, it seems. One that will protect me and keep me safe, as long as I never look at him directly and never run. I've decided to forego visiting any friends or family members for the foreseeable future. It just seems safer that way. Thanks for listening to I've Got a New Dog. Story by Reddit user A Graves Burning. Intro voice by Jonathan Rickard. Narration, editing, and all production by Minister Sinister. Music by Purple Planet Music at purpleplanet.com and Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.filmmusic.io. Main sound effects by Sound Dogs at sounddogs.com. Additional sound effects by Zapsplat at zapsplat.com. Minister Sinister is proud to announce we are now available on Amazon Music. Just search for us by name. Thanks for listening, and we'll scare you in the next episode. Ho, 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 ha, ha, ha.